0: we got time here on The Breakfast Show. You're listening to the Double L Team, Lyle and Lawson. We are going to bring you another clue for our quiz. You get an, an opportunity to uh, win a Dr. Paul White Jungle Doctor story. Mm-hmm. Three of them. The three sort, of Three them. books. That's
1: right. And uh, you just simply have to ask, answer a question. That's right. You have to answer these questions. Who did Paul tell fathers not to embitter Now, I think this isn't in my translation, this word. I don't think it's in the New King James, but who did Paul tell fathers not to embitter? That's E-M-B-I-T-T-E-R. Okay. 0491 064 669 is the number to call a text. Again, our prize for this week, the amazing Jungle Doctor books. You'll win three of them that are just all about well this is this is what its description says. It says Paul White was an Australian missionary doctor in Africa who learned to clothe his Bible teaching in fables, creating stories with a timeless capacity. When he returned home to Australia, His stories were discovered and published to worldwide acclaim. I remember as a kid listening to Jungle Doctor
0: on the radio. Wow, yeah, so someone just reading it i th- no, he was reading it. Oh. It was Jungle Doctor himself reading it? Paul mm. White himself, uh,
1: reading it on the radio. Dude, I love radio plays. Like, like it's a you know it'll be like a full radio production where yes. it's like you're listening to and they got all the different voices. Yeah, that's and, right. And all the characters. Dude, they should turn this into a radio play. Well, it was back in the day. Really? Yes, so because you'd have all the different voices,
0: and he'd do all the different voices. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's just him reading. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true, true. But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was. It's legit. It was legit. Ah, uh, that is awesome. We need to look up some samples of that somewhere and see if we can play some. Yeah. They were just awesome. And see, you've got two different series. You've got his Jungle Doctor books and you've got his Jungle Doctor's fables. Now, Jungle Doctor's fables were basically um, hanging out with the Africans, learning how they communicated through stories, mm. and then creating stories that involved you know all of the different African animals to, to teach uh, moral themes. Uh-huh. His uh, so that was his Jungle Doctor's favours. His Jungle Doctor's stories was basically just testimonies of you know various adventures that he had while he was in Africa, wow. and you know you read about some of the vehicles that um, that he drove and some of the mechanical challenges that he would have to deal with, and wow. it's just really really wild stuff. I mean, this guy was remote, mm. like seriously seriously remote. If you look at some of the photographs of the hospitals that he was working in, and these are just you know my buildings with thatched mm. roofs,
1: and uh, yeah, it's
0: it was pretty hectic stuff back in the day.
1: Well, hey, we, we've done a thorough promotion of these books, and La really wants you to win them. I 0491 and nobody
0: No one of our listeners has ever read them. I'm pretty sure that my dad grew up on these. Okay,
1: so they're old school. These are classics. Mm-hmm. These are absolute classics mm-hmm. who did paul tell fathers not to embitter zero four nine one zero six four six six nine
0: all right it's time for us to go to our text messages and chris says regarding that ai device as you've discovered it has been programmed with a bias yeah because it's just been fed information yes but and i think this is the whole point uh-huh this is not a reasoning device. Uh-huh. It's not reasoning. Yes. It's regurgitating. That's right. And uh, it's doing a sensational job and it tells us, you know, where technology is actually going these days, but it's not actually reasoning for itself.
1: Yeah. But it's just... So I was, uh, I was in the other room during one of the breaks and I wrote into it, um, explain the causes of the global financial crisis rudely. So you can even add, like, accents and attitudes to its writing. And it's like, the global financial crisis was caused by a bunch of bozos who, like, <laughs> who, who, uh, mismanaged money irresponsibly because they were greedy. Like, it, whereas if you. Well, that's true. If you leave it's the. This, if you, right if there. you change it to angrily, if you change it to compassionately, like, it is a. Fa- and furthermore, I was hanging out with Jody in the other room who yes. organized our Christmas party last yes. week. And she was explaining, oh, man, I was feeling a little bit under the weather last week. And so I just, as I'm sitting there, I type into it, uh, write an email to my co-worker Jodie uh, telling her that she did a good job on organizing the Christmas party and just spit one out perfectly. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get so much use out of this thing. This is, I can this, see. This is
1: just the... The best. Like, I, I, this is my new favorite video game. I'm just addicted to sitting there writing in prompts. This is amazing. <laughs> all right, we need to talk about something. We need to get to our Bible yeah. study. We need to
0: get to our text messages. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, Raphael's just texted in, Jungle Doctor books, best stories I read, loved them. I think I enjoyed them more than the children. I certainly did. Oh. Yes. Um, I was a bit of a geek and sought out, you know, all original first Wow. And all that kind of stuff so that's amazing okay another one here says AI very impressive have you heard about the new app that allows you to talk to your dead relatives no I haven't that no. called that, hereafter that's scary AI by creating their virtual forms it's an actual app yes you get a personal visit by demons yeah that's pretty
1: wild I, I want literally nothing to do with I'm that. I'm
0: going to stay as far away from that as I possibly can. Just thinking about it, it's like, I'm glad I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. It's got to say that right now. Mm-hmm. Praise God.
1: Yeah. I want AI to write my emails, not visit me as a dead relative. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, Libraries, we're trying to make sense of an actual plan for the destruction of common sense
0: and truth. All these directions are coming from the top down. There are demons at the top, and their followers just do their bidding. It's never-ending. Another one says, Long COVID, I have some friends that have had Long COVID for three to six months. Not good. They've done all the right stuff, but it just sticks like glue. I truly feel for all who have it. Uh when I had COVID for two days, I truly believe that my hot and cold showers every morning for the last twenty five years, quick hydrotherapy really did the trick, plus plenty of drinking water, eight glasses per day. Mm. It seems to be the clue right there. Hydrotherapy and drinking water seems to really, really be the uh the the the, the, the clue to curing this thing. Mm. And also, you know, just thinking of um What Bruce Thompson was sharing. Get in touch with a tune and they will um, hook you up up for sure. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, Rafi sends another one through here. Uh, Jungle Doctor books are also on tape and we listen to them on our travels. So those were probably the ones just recorded from the radio shows. Uh I'm thinking, I don't know. Oh, just like an audio book. But back in the day when uh, you had a tape player in your car, you could shove the tape in the tape player. And uh, listen to Jungle Doctor. So
1: they should be in a digital format somewhere. Put put a tape in the tape See, if player. Producer Shell can find us a sample. Tape in a tape player. What does that mean? Okay, was, so was we that, used to was have was that these... like a cable that you plugged your phone in? that they used to call? it no, there was and tapes? this. There was this. There was this plastic thing about the size of your phone. But it wasn't a phone.
0: But it wasn't a phone. So it was like an MP3, and it actually had tape inside of it, like tape, like sticky like... tape, but not sticky. <laughs> And it would roll from one side to the other, and as it
1: did so, sound would come out. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, we taught rocks how to think, and I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> uh, Karen
0: says some audio books on Audible that have multiple characters are read by different people, so they are like radio plays. Oh, they're so good. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's what you had to say this morning. Let's jump into our Bible study, and our passage for today is Luke chapter
1: two, verse. Fifty-two, Luke chapter two and verse fifty-two. I'm tempted to open up my computer and type into the AI. Um, explain Luke two fifty-two. Oh, but you should. You so should. Act- should I? Yes. All right.
0: Definitely. i And then we will compare it with what a human wrote in our Bible study guide to see how similar they are. So Luke chapter two verse fifty-two. Explain. His, so, you are so
1: Luke two fifty-two. Okay, let's see what it comes up with. Luke 2.52 is a verse in the Bible that says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor, and in favor with God and man. This verse is a part of a passage that declares Jesus' growth, that describes Jesus' growth and development as a child. It suggests that Jesus grew not only physically, but also in wisdom and favor with both God and other people. This verse can be seen as a reminder that even Jesus, who was God's son, continued to learn and grow throughout his life. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad.
0: It, it got one of the three points that our Bible study guide comes up with. There, there you go. So that's
1: pretty impressive. In fact, it probably got all of them just worded it differently. Uh-huh. If you wrote in write a sermon, it would do something longer and it would make those points. It's crazy.
0: You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491 064 669. So this is what the Bible study guide has to say on exactly the same thing. Jesus was the perfect human being, and his growth comprised all basic dimensions of human existence. Mm. Jesus grew in wisdom, mentally, stature, physically, and favor with God, spiritually, and man, socially. So that's Mm. mentally, physically, spiritually, and socially. His mind was active and penetrating with a thoughtfulness and wisdom beyond his years. Yet his character was beautiful in its symmetry. The powers of mind and body developed gradually in keeping with the laws of childhood. As a child, Jesus manifested a peculiar loveliness of disposition. His willing hands were ever ready to serve others. He manifested a patience that nothing could disturb and a truthfulness that would never sacrifice integrity. In principle, firm as a rock, his life revealed the grace of unselfish courtesy. Mm. I kind of like Ellen White's version better. Yeah starts from, you know, his mind was active and penetrating with a thoughtfulness and wisdom beyond his years. Mm. Yet, his character was beautiful in its symmetry. Powers of mind and body developed gradually in keeping with the laws of childhood. Mm. Tell me which one you write like better, the
1: AI <laughs> or the EG? I mean, w. We, could have, we could have added the prompt to write it expressively and then it will, you know, labour the points a little bit more. Okay. That's an. Inter- maybe you should have done
0: that, uh-huh. and then we could compare the two. <laughs> this this more of a comparison. This is my
1: favorite. This is my new favorite hobby. Just okay, but even still, even AI. still, uh,
0: the point here mm. is that when we talk about the, the the birth of Jesus and the growth of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, in that one verse right there, Luke two and verse fifty two, the Bible says that he grew in wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, he was developing mentally mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Uh, he grew in stature. In other words, he was developing physically mm. in a healthy way. Uh, he grew in favour with God, so he was developing spiritually. And he grew in favour with man, so he was developing socially, mm. all of these in a healthy way. Mm. What you see here is the growth of a healthy human being. Yes, And as, a, as your AI pointed out, it speaks to the humanity of Jesus. Uh-huh. As Ellen White points out, it speaks to the fact that this was somebody who was a servant of God, mm. and uh, you know both of those both there are there is truth in both of what they are saying. Yeah, we need to consider both sides of what mm. Jesus was. You know, he he grew physically and spiritually, and mentally, uh, but this was not just as a result of being a good human being, it was as a result of being filled with the Holy Spirit.
1: I think it also very clearly reflects the the dynamic of perfection as well. There are so many people who could potentially have the view of God or heaven or Jesus that they are ungrowing, unchanging, and unlearning. But particularly as Jesus was born as a you know human being... He does have that capacity and that ability. And it also reflects like what heaven will be like, which is very encouraging because learning is like one of the best things ever. Learning, I think, is like seriously one of the most enjoyable things you can possibly do. Like it, it really it's fulfilling. It, 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 it represents so much of our purpose as people. And we are fulfilled as people when we learn things. 100%. Like, if we become stagnant, stagnant, if we don't learn things, we become disengaged with topics. What, La, what are you smiling about? I'm what's, just, no, nah, never
0: mind what I'm smiling about. What? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just considering the possibilities of AI, <laughs> how you can use this to better understand the Bible, even. Uh-huh. Is, is this, because I mean, there's so much obviously information that has been downloaded into this thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I really, I, I love seeing in this passage. It just it shows us what we have to look forward to in heaven, which is just learning forever. It does. It really does. Let's go over to Matthew chapter four and verse twenty three. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter four and verse twenty three. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. The Bible says Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness.
0: Okay, so the question that is asked is this How can the threefold ministry of Jesus to teach, preach, and heal be carried on by us effectively today? And mm. don't
1: answer with an AI. <laughs> Well, we see Jesus engaging in all of those things right here.
0: It's one of those things that, you know, often people ask me the question. They're like, okay, you do a Christian radio broadcast, but you do a lot of health information on it. You know, we've mm-hmm. got um, we've got people like Bruce Thompson that come on. We've got uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Skews. Skews who comes on every Wednesday. We talk a lot about health here on mm-hmm. The Breakfast Show. Uh, we promote a plant-based diet, for instance. We promote a lifestyle that abstains from recreational drugs, mm. including things like you know alcohol and caffeine, which are so socially acceptable today, but we're like, no, we, we promote a healthy lifestyle and these are things that are not healthy for you. And so people ask me, well, what's that got to do with Christianity? You know, it's my body and <laughs> I connect with God spiritually, but what's it got to do with my body? But what we notice here when we look at the example of Jesus is that Jesus as a complete human being and as a completely developed human being and, and and as a human being who is completely filled by the holy spirit when you look at the model that he set for is he actually spent more time healing than he does than he did preaching mm. or teaching mm. the and majority of his time was in the medical field as opposed to the teaching field and yet
1: as Christians we focus on the teachings mm. and it it makes sense because The outcome of sin, the problem that Jesus has come to solve, the outcome of sin, the effect of sin is death. That's right. Which is a physical symptom. Like that is, that is a, that is a a physical problem. So God, you could say in Jesus, in coming to this earth and, and offering us salvation, that's in every sense. Like he wants, and I think this is where I think this is where our
0: Bible study is heading because obviously we've been talking about death in this particular um, quarter of Bible studies. Is because when I first started looking into this, I'm like, okay, how does this actually connect to our theme? But this is what I'm starting to see here is that when we work in the healing field, Mm. we are recognizing that death is an enemy, Mm. and we are highlighting the fact that death is an enemy. And we are highlighting that death is an unnatural state for beings that are created by God. Mm. Death should not exist for beings that are created by God. It's something that should have never been there and should be, you know, and this is one of the reasons why Jesus, the more he goes around healing, the more he's showing that death is an enemy, the more he shows that death is an enemy, the more he highlights sin because sin is what creates death and uh the more it then points us to him as the solution for that because he can heal us of our physical sicknesses. Okay, that highlights the fact that uh, death is a problem, which highlights the fact that sin is a problem. Oh, Jesus can heal us from our sin problem as well. Mm. And so the two go hand in hand. You can't actually really separate the two. One of the things that I really appreciated about Paul White when he was actually a jungle doctor was that he'd gone to Africa to be a medical missionary, and that's a term that we used to have. mm Christians across all denominations go back a 100 years used to talk about medical missionaries. Mm. And if you go back to the age of missions, which began in about 1805 thereabouts and extended through until probably the 1970s, 1980s, when Indigenous ministry really took over from um, expatriate ministry, you find that... Nearly everybody who aspired to be a missionary, if they wanted to go overseas and be you know a missionary, so to speak, they would do medical training. Mm. A lot of them would do nursing, you know nursing back in the day was a two- year course they'd do you their two year course in nursing. They would then go to some very remote location. And basically in that remote location for us, us here in Australia, that, that, that was pretty much you end of the South Pacific. You might be in the jungles of Papua New Guinea somewhere and you were the doctor for the region. Mm. You had two years training as a nurse and you are so far ahead of anything that the locals could do medically. You were the doctor mm. for that whole region and you've got stories of people who would do their nursing degree and then spend their entire life working as a doctor in a remote third world country uh, under the most incredibly harsh and challenging conditions, but they would do it because they loved people and because they saw death as being an enemy that came about as a result of sin. And so sharing the gospel and sharing good health well, one and the same thing for them. Mm. Those two could not be separated from each other.
1: You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different.
0: It's Bible study time here on the Breakfast Show, and we are
1: getting stuck into our Bible study. But before we do, before Derek, question for the quiz. That's right. According to the Bible, how did Mary and Joseph get to Bethlehem? This is a multiple choice, so listen to the answers. A. A donkey. B. They walked. C. By camel convoy. Or D. The Bible doesn't say. Zero four nine one-zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. Of course our prizes for this week are the amazing Dr. Paul White's Most amazing, epic jungle doctor books. We're going to give you three of them. We have a host of them, a group of them. We're going to give you three. According to the Bible, how did Mary and Joseph get to Bethlehem? A, a donkey. B, they walked. C, a camel convoy. Or D, the Bible doesn't say.
0: Okay, we're text messages coming through here with... Don't forget that AI can and will be controlled by demons. So this might be your latest favorite video game here, Lawson, but... Somebody is sending away But what AI if a AI Christian readings. wrote AI? You know, this is the thing with AI. The whole point of AI is that it is supposed to be able to learn. Mm. And so even if a Christian wrote it, how long would it be before it got hacked? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, But I mean, like, like my point is, is like, we're created to, I'm not saying an AI as a person, but we're created to learn and we do the right or wrong thing, whatever it may be. During the break, I I wrote in a prompt, uh, write a romantic short story about two Christians being persecuted in North Korea. And then I read it out to Lyle and it was, it was incredible.
0: Except that the Christians in North Korea were called Daniel and Sarah. But
1: I know Koreans with I know a Korean guy with the name Daniel.
0: Yeah, but that's not his Korean name.
1: If I wrote the names, these were North Koreans
0: in North Korea. They would be
1: like whatever, whatever Korean names. Anyway, the point was is that I think AI, like anything, is just technology, and it has the ability to be used. For good or for bad. And it will be used for bad. We know mm-hmm. that because the Bible says evil
0: men shall grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And so I think this is a very valid point that is being made here, is that uh, while it might write a good story or it might write a good sermon, you can't trust that. Yeah. Because as Chris pointed out, it's been written with a bias. Yeah. And the bias is always going to go towards the majority, which is not necessarily the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, we, should, we should see if it'll write stuff about. COVID vaccines and conspiracies and stuff, or whether it's actually got a thing that blocks it from doing that. Yeah,
1: so there are a couple of safeguards in it where it'll be like, oh, it's inappropriate for me to talk about that. I wrote in yesterday, I was like, uh, write a rap battle between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and it wouldn't let me do it. And then I wrote in, write a rap battle between Liz Truss and a head of lettuce, and then it did do it. So... It's, you know, it's, yep. it,
0: it, it falls. If, it's, if it seemed like it was serious, it wouldn't do it. But if it was just ludicrous, it was like, yeah, we'll have fun. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, so don't forget that AI can and will be controlled by demons. And this is a valid warning because everything that we have created can and will be used by demons. We understand that. The battle is a battle of the mind. Mm. What better way for Satan to control the minds of those have not fortified their minds with the word of God? AI is a tremendous tool. But I would be very careful, as often warned by the makers of AI. Mm. Yeah, and you know it's a, it's an interesting one. I uh, interesting experiment with this a little bit myself, and just see what the limitations of it are. I think we found two limitations this morning. One that it chose english names rather than
1: korean <laughs> names which is kind of neither here nor there the other showing a theological bias towards the majority yeah. but again i think it depends on the prompt as well because when i wrote in when i wrote into it like write a sermon about the importance of keeping the sabbath as a christian it uses all the arguments that i use yes and the verses that i use yes so but that was a sermon that every christian could agree with that it wrote. No, but this is the point. This is this is the point is that it specified it specified like keeping the sabbath was a commandment from God that you are supposed to do on That's a particular right. day. Yes, it did. But when you tried to make it the seventh day Saturday, then it was just But it's it's not because it had its own opinion on one versus the other. It's because the prompt was different, right. so it looked at different information. Yes. So it just it just depends what prompt you put in and it will go to it, yeah, it has a bias. And that's Absolutely. the point too.
0: It's it's entirely depend. It's not thinking for itself. Yeah. It is not actually artificial intelligence. It is more like artificial research.
1: I did try though. In the name of like, well, does it have an opinion? I wrote in, um, write the, it was like compare the, what was it? Compare the nutritious uh, value of eating peanut butter versus drinking alcohol um, versus the consumption of alcohol. like, pr- And I said, like, promote drink- eating peanut butter and, like, warn against drinking alcohol. And so I wrote this thing. It's like, you should eat peanut butter because it's full of protein, da, 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 and alcohol can cause permanent damage. And then I reversed those, and I was like, write about the health benefits of drinking alcohol versus the harm of eating peanut butter. But it went out of its way, and it was like, drinking alcohol is not healthier than eating peanut butter Oh really? So it, it 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 did have an opinion on that. It was like it it said like basically it's like although there can be minor positive effects of drinking alcohol, the consumption of alcohol is like terrible for you versus the consumption of peanut butter. So
0: it's going to stick with the majority of the evidence that's available. That's right. Um even when you ask it not to. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very very interesting. Okay, so Let's get back to our Bible study here. Where were we? We were in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23, which the Bible says that Jesus went out to teach, to preach, and to heal and asked, okay, how do we effectively do that ourselves today?
1: Oh, well, teaching what we're doing right now. That's right. Preaching also yes. is kind of what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, healing this aspect of the gospel that can go really, I guess, under-delivered and under-administered to people And you were talking about the age of medical missionary work and how it seems as though that's kind of behind us because not many people are engaging in it as they were. And it's not because
0: there's not people that don't want to. Yeah, It's because we've found it far more effective to train people within the country to be able to do it themselves and they are far more effective when they do it themselves within their own cultural context. That's right. Uh, even- and so there's almost a, almost a discouragement for people to be involved in cross-cultural ministry these days because it's like, no, you're better off to train somebody in that country to do that job and it just works better.
1: But even furthermore, I think we're realising that everyone is sick and in need of some level of health guidance, whether overseas or in our own country. And so a lot of people are engaged in medical missionary work in their backyard. And it's
0: one of the things that, you know, there's a couple of things that come up in our society today. One of them, of course, is that you're going to to involve yourself in anything that involves diagnosing and prescribing. Mm. You legally have to be qualified to do that. Mm. And we kind of do it all the time, like, oh, you've got COVID, try this. Mm -hmm. You know, you've diagnosed and prescribed, whereas... A better way of doing it is like, oh, you've got COVID. If I had COVID, I would do this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just makes it more challenging than what it used to be. Uh, it used to be that, you know, and it had its pros and its cons, of course, because you'd have plenty of cons that would put up their shingle and they had no education at all. Mm. But you also had a little bit more freedom to actually be able to help people in a practical way mm. without having the liability that comes with that today. Uh, but there's obviously, you know, any amount of opportunities to be able to help the people that are around us, just as Jesus did, and we can minister to people, particularly at an emotional level, mm. which is probably the biggest need that we have right now, with depression being the, the greatest pandemic. Just by being a friend to somebody, mm. that is ministering to their health physically. We never used to know that, but we certainly know that today. It's very powerfully demonstrated. You're listening to the
1: Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Mm. Lawson, where are we up to? We are up to giving the answers for the quiz. Yes. Who saw the star in the East? It was the Magi. What did the bear in Daniel 7 have in its mouth? Three ribs. Esau was married to a woman named Basimath, who was the daughter of Ishmael. Who did Paul tell the fathers not to embitter? It was their children. According to the Bible, finally... Uh how did Mary and Joseph get to Bethlehem? They rode into Bethlehem. Well, wait, Shell, what's what's the answer here? I thought it was that they, they went to Bethlehem on a donkey. But it's it's apparently it's not that. The Bible doesn't say how they got to Bethlehem. Really? The Bible does not say. There you go. Well, 0491 064 669 was the number that you called or texted to get all those answers incorrectly. And it's also the number you can call or text if you have a question of the day. Which, speaking of, right now it is time for... Question
0: of the day.
1: All right, Lyle, our question of the day today is simply this. Revelation chapter 6 and verse 8. What is going on with Hades?
0: Okay, let's read the passage here. The Bible says, I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. Interesting passage right here uh, because it foreshadows the execution of people in the arena uh, with wild animals, which is kind of like, you know, That's pretty interesting for that to be being written at this particular point in history. Of course, that was to take place in the future, and a lot of Christians were executed that way because of their faith during Imperial Roman persecution. Now, what's going on with hell? Why does the Bible say that death and hell follows him? And why doesn't the Bible just say death? If hell is not a place where people continue to live, why does it include both of them in this particular passage? And as the asker of the question has rightly pointed out, not exactly sure which translation they're using, but many translations will have the word Hades here rather than the word hell. The word Hades is a Greek word. And so we ask the question, well, what does Hades actually mean? The meaning of the word Hades means this, the place of the dead. And so that's a word that will be interpreted by different people in or or different religions in different ways. And so your traditional Greek religion where you had a pantheon of gods and you had Olympians and you had Titans, these two families of gods that existed and sort of fought with each other and did terrible things to each other from time to time and other times did good things, uh, but they were very human in the way that they lived and interacted with themselves and with other humans. Uh, For them, the place of the dead was a place where often People continued to live but in a different format and poor you if you went to Hades with a wound because you would carry that wound around with you in Hades, the place of the dead or the underworld. Mm. If you were Egyptian and you read the word Hades, you're going to think of where the, the bar, the car and the ark goes and how they are reunited with the body and that's what Hades means for you as an Egyptian Mm -hmm. If you're a Christian and you read the word Hades, the place of the dead is the grave, Mm -hmm. and you simply read that as the grave. And so death and the grave followed him. It's appropriate that you have death and the grave because it shows that you not only die, but when you die, you're going to be buried and you're going to be under the ground and Mm -hmm. it's going to be not a good outcome. And so this is a portion of the Bible that is talking about the history of the church And its relationship with the state. So the Bible begins, sorry, the book of Revelation begins with three prophecies written in parallel with each other, much like you'll find in the book of Daniel, repeat and enlarge, coming through right there. And uh, the first three prophecies of the book of Daniel is seven churches, followed by seven seals, followed by seven trumpets. This is the seven seals. It has the longest introduction, but then the shortest prophecy out of all all of the the, those three introductory prophecies. And this is talking about the time period in history where there's going to be tremendous persecution against God's people. It's going to move from being um, pagan Rome or imperial Rome during this time period. It's going to move across to uh, papal Rome or church-inspired persecution. And she's so you're going to have the, the transfer of persecution, but a time of tremendous persecution for those who believed in God. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM and... We've come to the end of the show, which means that we're about to give something away. Lawson has not stopped laughing to himself
1: the whole way through this show because of his AI, which has been producing. Yeah, it is definitely amusing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. One of the last prompts that I put in was write a romantic short story about two people who got married within two weeks named Lyle and Shell. And uh, two Christians who married within two weeks named Lyle and Shell. And some of the details were accurate. They actually
0: got, they actually got a couple of details
1: correct. They were like, after two weeks, they knew they were soulmates. They were walking by a river when Lyle proposed. It was crazy. I'm like, how do they know you guys? I, now that's scary. Yes, Does that is, that is a I little know. bit scary. But okay. then, it, then it said we
0: got married in an outdoor ceremony. I was like, no.
1: No, they don't know. They don't We got know married
0: you. at the courthouse. <laughs> Um, so they didn't have all of the details correct, but they had some of the details correct. A couple of last-minute text messages sneaking through. Somebody says, remember David Livingston? Yes, he was a medical missionary. And also, how about Flynn of the Outback, the flying Christian doctor? A couple of uh, really important medical missionaries right there. So good to give those guys a shout-out this morning, along with uh, Dr. Paul White, who uh, whose books are absolutely amazing and we have been promoting all morning and will be making available as a part of our prize this week. Alright, that brings us to the end of the show as we head into the rest of the day. I just want to encourage everybody to spend some time with Jesus and don't forget to talk faith, to live faith, to act faith and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ.